live and taking the first step toward the first kick. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Ooh. But there's ice. You're going to slip. The first slip. Is it a stutter step? Because I hate stutter steps. No stutter steps. So many rules. I know. You can tip. You can tiptoe. It, that's mm. that's going to sail way over the bar anyway. But but if he's tiptoe, I want the piano keys in the background as the like music. Flintstone bowling. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That is precisely it. Yeah, that's good. That I will allow. No Flintstone bowling music. Fuck it. MLS is already more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're helping as usual. Yes. Well, right, well, <laughs> well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that, or at least I did, I almost forgot that MLS first kick was this weekend, but we're going to talk about it. Um, so on this week's show, we talk a lot of TFC and MLS, sorry, um, some CanCon, celebrate a court victory and more. And now this week's panel, super excited about the upcoming MLS season. It is Duncan Fletcher. It's too early. <laughs> On brand. That's all uh, I'm to say right now. I know. <laughs> uh. I was thinking of you specifically when I realized what the date was. I was like, wow, that is really early. Duncan's not going to like this. Mm. Um, On pins and needles for tomorrow, day after recording, welcome to Mark Hinckley. Yeah. You okay? Do you need you a hug? Sometimes. Man. Y'all, y'all saw it, right? Y'all saw that. Yep. Right? Y'all, all y'all, all y'all. All y'all. Tony? Tony? Yeah. That yarp. you. You're all yarp. y'all. So I said Yarp. Oh. Last week's game? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. We're talking about that, right? Right, Kristen? Yes. Right, Kristen? We are. Kristen, right? I promise we are. Okay, thank God. Or at least you're talking about it, whatever. Oh, pressure. Um, I know. You'll be fine. I have faith in you. Thank you. Just happy to talk about, you know, other teams. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Why are you going to do me like that, woman? <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're the one who told me they were going to lose today. I'm just like. And I was right. I know you were right. I told someone they should have made a bet and they didn't. I said, that's your own I'm fault. I'm a seer. Oh, God. Just what we needed. Who this has been Spurs talk. Oh, Spurs. <laughs> Burnley Spurs. in the rain. Spurs lost to Burnley? Oh, yes. Dear. Don't act surprised. Oh, dear. You oh, can't dear. even say oh dear anymore. It doesn't even count. <laughs> it's not like some shocker anymore. I'm not saying oh dear about uh, Burnley starting winning. I'm, you know, there are too many teams that are currently below Leeds in the table who are actually starting to win. And Leeds just don't, don't worry. Do anything. Look at the table and uh, look at the fixtures and see who Leeds plays on Saturday. The doctor is in. <laughs> yeah, you'll be. It'll, it'll be fine. Don't you worry. Good for what else? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, you, as you, guys, you guys just beat Man City. Don't do so me that. Like be, that would be the yeah. pinnacle of our season. Was, we'll look glorious. back. We'll look back on it and be like, remember, remember when we beat City? That was nice. That wasn't even that nice. Remember that what? one game, Harry Kane? It, was was good. Ah. it wasn't. It was just a dangle for today. Enjoy the... Oh, anyway, you and I will argue about this later. Um, no, I don't want to 
was it a rainy Wednesday night in Burnley or it, it was indeed it was yes. everything okay. it was everything you would have really wished was. for it was perfectly cliche <laughs> Um, uh, which is your host, Kristen Knowles, and now into this week's show. I mean, come on, guys, it's Spurs. I'm trying. It's its own show. <laughs> it's its own show. Anyway, that's for me. It's, did, did, did Spurs' stadium survive the, the storms? I saw that thing on Twitter with the roof flying up and down and what have you, right? It you appears know. to have, yes. We have a okay, breakdancing nice. stadium. That's the best thing about us right now. Relax. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, as for me, I'm thinking about reading more Arthur C. Clarke. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. I get the, did you get the name right? Arnold C. Clarke? I don't know. That's the, the guy. I love his books, Traveling Across the Galaxy in a Used Sedan. In a Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> and the Civic 2001. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot of space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Odyssey's worth of space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a Honda Odyssey? Yeah. Oh my God, that would have been the That's better thing to go week, with. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now for hours one through three. <laughs> First up on this week's show, it is TFC talk because we have lots of TFC to talk about. Um, well, we don't preseason. Have to. We well, no kind of do. <laughs> do we're going to anyway? Um, the preseason is over. Their last match, they lost. Ooh, whatever. Oh no! I know Harbinger. That was that's it. There, things are things are done. Um, curious about. You know, it's hard to say when you don't get to watch all the matches and TFC haven't been exactly lighting it up on posting content. Not that they haven't posted some content, but it's felt a little, maybe a little light this year um, as the massive rebuild begins. But I was curious about lessons from, from this pre, from this preseason camp, lessons from camp for this TFC team. And if you had any that you thought that the team had learned or that we as fans learned from this camp. Um, that if you can't get the Italian you want, you can go get another Italian. I learned that one. Oh my God, seriously. Um, let's put the hard on for the Italians right now. Ooh. They haven't done it before, so let's go for it. Capital. Um, my lesson is... Uh, no one cares about playing friendlies against teams you're going to play for eight times during the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lesson would be, uh, you know, make games easy to watch and people might pay attention and care. That's a good one. I like that one. Mm. Someone tell Eric. Um Apparently you don't need, well, what's today's signing? I guess you do, but you didn't need any natural fullbacks for this team. So that was the lesson I was taking away from camp. Uh, however, 
Fullbacks are unnatural these days. Mm. <laughs> they just uh, You can barely tell the difference nowadays with modern science. Oh, I know. Yeah. Advances, I got to tell you. It's mm. amazing what they do. They look None of them are right backs. None of them are right backs. Except Caden Chung. <gasps> Come on. He is huh? a right back. No. Hey. He is. Wow. We finally, the, the game, it worked. It we're doing I don't even there. know what to do. We never get to utter those words. It no. never happens. Across the nation, so Kate, around the world. So, 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 Caden Chung, uh, late of the Aquaman in uh, the KMPL, who was um, on trial or basically looked like he was probably going to get signed as long as things went well in preseason camp. It was made official today. He is now a member of Toronto FC, and good for Take him. That, it's nice to see. <laughs> it's you nice to come. see some movement. Yeah. Who's, who's, signed, right. who's signed more recommend this season, Toronto or Hamilton? It's close. I, mm. I think, I, is it a tie? Might be a tie. Mm. Either way, Still Victoria time. lives Ontario. Yeah, the mm. Victoria diaspora of Southern Ontario is really something. Yes. <laughs> Got to peel, right? Going to go down to Little Victoria in, when uh, the weather's nice and hit some bars. Hell well, yeah. you know what? There's a, there's mm. a, it's not really a castle, but they call it a castle. Very Frank, large stately manor in, in, in Victoria. It's mm. Castle Loma here. So, you know, they feel at home. Mm. Um, mm. Too much of a stretch. Yeah, Castle yeah. Loma's, Castle yeah, Loma's a haunted so. house with a waffle maker. I, I slipped the disc, Kristen. That was quite, that was quite a stretch. Anyway, anyway, is, 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 is the castle in Victoria like like a castle as opposed to just a, a fancy weird house? No, it's a fancy weird house. It's a it's a, oh, so it's, it's, a so it's, big... so it's not a castle. Like neither of them are castles. Neither of them are castles. Exactly, but they're both called castles. So, so it's very castle it's very stately. So it's it's very large Station. and it's a cool place. Mm. I have been there. What Castle Frank mm. Station? We've all been there. I go there every single day. <laughs> um, and that's as much anyway. of a castle as, as Castle Loma or Cas Castle Victoria. Stein. Castle Victoria Stein? Is that what you called it? Yes. Mm. Anyway. Um, so congratulations, Caden Chung. I, I am happy, one, that he is signed. Two, that TFC has at least one player that is officially going to play in the position in which they normally play on the wing at the back of the defense. So what? Oh, we'll talk about that after. Okay. Um, I, I hope he's good just for the Wang Chung chance. Right? Yeah. If we the can't have Destro, give us this. Across the nation, everybody Caden Chung tonight. tonight. Perfect. Nailed it. Mm. Right. Well, getting, um, think, getting the crowd to drop a few octaves for that last part is, is going to be a lot of a big ask. They can do it. They can do it. Like, they're, they're used to singing random songs. Yeah. The same song. So, you know, this will be something different for them. It'll be good. Um, Jefferson Soteldo, who is no longer with TFC, obviously, was the trade bait for uh, Soteldo. Um it's off at T Grace. And Salcedo? 
Oh, it is Salcedo. I'm already getting names wrong. This is terrible. What a great start to the season. Arthur C. Salcedo? Yes. <laughs> um, so there's been, you know, there's been talk that, you know, he was whatever. He was, you know, disruptive in the locker room and he was a cancer or whatever, which I think most of that is probably bullshit. Um, everyone, the scapegoat's good to have. Um but then there was a talk about this interview that he gave where he was like, oh, I wasted, I wasted a year of my career at Toronto FC. And without any other translation or context, it just basically sounded like he was, you know, totally ragging on MLS and TFC and all this other stuff. And, and it was like, oh, well, fuck you then, you know, enjoy your time at T-Grace where he's already been doing well, um, which is funny and annoying all at the same time um but then we were talking about this earlier today there was like another translation um of some of his remarks where basically he said no 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 none of this is this isn't the team's fault this isn't toronto's fault they did everything they could to welcome me so this is my own mental i just couldn't like settle i couldn't sort of like find my way and that made me angry and that made me not the player that i normally am like it was it was refreshingly honest and surprising yeah it seemed pretty candid i mean i i i feel like i feel like it would be it's too easy for us to go the route like, oh, he, he hated it and hated everybody. And, you know, this league sucks. The players like, yeah, like that, that's, that's the default. We were expecting it. I think everybody was expecting it um, just because like he was this big hype, big deal that came in and, you know, we, we saw flashes of it in about 45 second increments, but nothing significant enough to string together to go, Oh, I see this. Um, and I mean, there could be any number of reasons, but the thing is, is that I feel what's refreshing about this is that it's, this isn't, this isn't an interview. This isn't a response you would normally get, you know, and and I feel like, you know, not to say that he had to, he had to lie to save face, you know, don't want to burn bridges and whatever. Not like even after it was translated, it sounded like, yeah, you know what? This is plausible. Like yeah. you can go somewhere, be welcomed, have teams have the club falling over itself trying to make sure you're happy you're comfortable and you can still be miserable it's possible so not to say that it justifies his exit his playing what like whatever but i i hope he's happier like genuinely hope he's happier and yeah and i mean just by the way he's playing so far after what a game and a half yep seems to add up you could, have easily, you, you could have easily found highlights of him looking good in Toronto as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. That's all, unless I don't know. Maybe you have the you know one soccer you've been like watching entire Tigres games, and you have the full context. I don't know. Maybe you have. But if all you're looking at is the online highlights, eh, you could have got them from Toronto as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had time from the DP is a funny slot. Really, it's a funny thing in general where uh, it's like you can't like. I think a lot of clubs and TFC has been guilty of this. Finding a DP is often who's the best available on paper, who's also willing to come. Mm-hmm. And so, and so quite often, I think it doesn't necessarily always end up being the player that was the 
good fit or that fit your style or even fit the ethos of the club or all kinds of things. It was just like, this is the best uh, looking, you know, person at the dance who's willing to dance with us kind of thing. So yeah, it's not unusual. I think this doesn't work. It's easy for I mean, it's good. I, I kind of appreciate the honesty. It's rare to kind of like mea culpa is a, a bad performance, but at the same time, it's easy to do when you're feeling happier. Would have been uh, interesting to hear that maybe uh, during his time here and looking for the solution to it. But and you, you sometimes, like Mark said, sometimes you just can't be happy. It, like it's just not working out. And that's cool too. But the way it worked out with him leaving also kind of seemed like uh, I don't know, that there was error on TFC's side. And like, you know, and getting rid of him was this kind of like, shady kind of thing uh, we're gonna get rid of him and do better but it was like eh, there was more to the story the whole time so yeah and, and that doesn't necessarily make him a cancer in a um oh i don't think so no 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 but what no but it doesn't make him a cancer necessarily in a way that he was trying to be malignant yeah that's what i mean but, like he but, wasn't but like he, he but was it's, but it can still be a cancer like, you know, if you're, if you're walking around with a cloud over your head all the time and you're supposed to be one of the leading players at the club, it can still drag down the rest of the club with you. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. And, again, it's, it's not something – it's just not something you normally see in, in, um, in athletes and certainly very, very rarely in footballers when it comes to this sort of situation where, you know, hand is up like – yeah, this was, this was, this was on me. Um, so uh, yeah, I, as Mark said, uh, good luck to him. I, like I said, I liked him here. I know he wasn't a success. Obviously he had issues, but I had time for him. It didn't work out. I've enjoyed what I've seen with him at Tigres so far. And Tigres is always so much fun to watch mm -hmm. anyway. So good luck to him and hopefully uh, works out well for both teams. Let's just say that. I hope he's eating his vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a little, uh, a little TFC, where are they now? And I, I know there's only one in the rundown, but I actually have two for you. What? And I'm going to do the one that's not in the rundown, uh, first, which is the new coach for WKRP FC two. Tyrone Marshall. Oh, Tyrone meatballs. Oh. Love that guy. Good for him. Yeah. So he's the he's the new head coach of uh, FC Cincinnati too. Congratulations! Okay. Wasn't he like coaching somewhere? Russell was he like assistant coaching somewhere? Yeah, somewhere over the last year or two, I vaguely remember. Yeah, I, I just like can't I see remember. him popping up, but such uh, yeah, Are Cincinnati two any better than Cincinnati one? They are <laughs> a, a more professional. More professional. Twice as good. Uh, it's close. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about it. We'll have to, uh, uh, Mike, you'll have to give us the, the scoop. Um, Are they called the just... less men? <laughs> um, who has he been coaching with? Oh, he's just been, yeah, we all saw Lake for several years and very briefly the interim coach of FC Cincinnati. I missed that entirely. Ah, okay. Mm. That's maybe what I'm thinking of, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Best of luck to him because uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. 
That wasn't much of a um, are they now game though, when we used to guess, you know. I know. Well, there's a lot to get through. I figured we just Right. <laughs> Sorry. Next mm. time. We'll I'd I'd, I'd, I'd make you guess this one, but it's in the rundown, so that doesn't really Oh, do you think we <laughs> read the rundown? Good guess. I Who forgot to take it out. Oh. All right, so former TFC defender, national team, current national team stalwart. And, um, and Suwon Blue Wings legend. Exactly. Mm. And Cypriot businessman of the year. Mm. <laughs> 2016 was a good year for him. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't bad, right? Um, Daniil Henry signing with Zombie Shivas. Nice. I know. I was I, I wasn't expecting that at all, actually. I thought uh I don't know what I thought. I don't know where I thought he was gonna land. I know there was that really brief moment where it seemed like he was gonna be here. Um that was really exciting. I feel like he keeps escaping MLS, but he keeps coming back. He keeps pulling back in. <laughs> uh, try this. No, I'll come back here. Yeah. How about now? No. but i'll be i'll be very curious to see him like back in mls you know a few years away the having you know mostly good time at uh suwon you know it didn't work out in the end but he had some definitely had some highlights there and um it's been really for me it was again everyone knows i'm such a big fan of his um but it's been really interesting and kind of enjoyable to watch him with the national team right now, just to see how his game has been, has been raised. Um, be curious to see how he looks back in MLS now, a little more seasoned, a little more used to being um, kind of in charge of the defense as opposed to seeding to somebody else. So I'm curious. Mm. I wish him success. Yeah, I hope he gets uh consistent playing time i don't know he what is. lafc's defensive uh depth and what have you is if he is planning to be a, a first teamer or you know some guy on the bench but i hope he plays a lot yes yeah i have no idea i haven't really paid much attention to any of the other teams do we even play lafc this year i feel like well, we do probably. Is it home or away? I don't know. But, yeah. give, me, give me two seconds. Because we, we don't play everybody, so. We don't? No, because that, that would be a regular league. Uh, <laughs> burn. We don't play that either. Is, sweet. There's enough teams <sighs> also in the Eastern Conference now that yeah, we play them home and away, and then there's only a little bit of the West. Is that how it works? Pretty much. I think okay. they just spin a wheel every week. I did, I did a good, did a good <laughs> job with my uh, with my schedule because I just put down LA. Nice job, Mark. Good job. <laughs> good job. You did well. Give me a sec. God damn it. Um. All right. So the thing with so with with TFC this year, you know, last year obviously was a terrible, terrible year. They finished thirteenth in the East, um, six, eighteen, and ten. Wolf. 39 goals, goals, 39 goals, 39 goals. Just moving on, moving on. What was their goal difference? 66 goals against, (laughs) which was 
nightmare. Um, mm. It was just, it was, it was, it had taken two years for the season to happen, right? We'd sort of been waiting for it. Um, they've been flattering to deceive and um, terrible, terrible, terrible. So now brand new season on the horizon, brand new coach. Uh, the m- biggest thing right now is not the player that's arriving in July, um, but the players that have left and all of the, the turnover for this season for TFC. And it is, I, I, I admit, I am still surprised at how far they took it. Um, I actually didn't think that they would gut the team quite this much. I, I, I'm, I'm, for the most part, I'm delighted. I'm concerned from a defensive standpoint because where? where? Yeah, um, no, with, with no Eric Zavaleta, how... How are we going to survive? <laughs> How will we survive? That man's Guess the who? captain of his, his national team, you know. Guess who he's trialing with? I don't know. Who? Oh, take a guess. LA oh, Galaxy. he's not with the Galaxy. Look it up. Seriously? No, no, I refuse to look it up. <laughs> That's bullshit. Oh, my God. That's I may so be wrong. I saw, I saw it somewhere on the interwebs, but yeah, I, I don't know if he's still there or what. I don't know. Oh, I totally believe that. I 100% believe that. That's so funny. Greg's a good uncle. Wow. You know, trying to keep the peace at family dinners, right? You know. Before we put this in stone, I'm looking it up just in case. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) No, too late now. Too late now. (laughs) No, no. Well, okay. It was a rumor on Twitter. uh, Nepotism rampant at LA Galaxy says Pokemon artist Tony Walsh. No, uh, says says TV's Twitter actually. LA Galaxy in talks with 29 year old defender Eric Zavaleta. He last played. Wow, he's twenty nine. That's what it says. Holy shit! Right? He he plays like he's thirty seven. Oh, also too wasn't was, this, was this he was, drafted by Zombie Chivas? This was uh, according uh, to to the I think uh, account. It was Seattle, I want to say. Oh, maybe this was this was according I'm, to the account LA Galaxy rumors. Okay. And they usually says, have some good information. And it said, LA Galaxy, in talks 29-year-old defender, Eric Zavaleta, he last played with Toronto FC, and his coach, Greg Vanny's nephew. They put it right out there. Nice. <laughs> he, sorry, you're, uh, Duncan, we're both correct. He did play for Seattle. He was loaned out to Shivas, USA. Ah, okay. For okay. 17 games. He played more games for Shivas than he did Seattle. Because <laughs> Seattle was good, you see. <laughs> yep, yep. I remember when he was uh, you know, drafted. He was like, oh, he can play center forward, center back. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, how bad did he have to be at playing center forward that center back was his strength, apparently? The, the, comment, yeah, the yeah. comments from LA Galaxy fans and TFC Gosh. fans in this thread is wonderful. Would you like to read <laughs> us a couple choice ones? No, no. Just, we, this show's long enough, Kristen. In, in, when, he was in, when he was in school, dog. His hit rate, uh-huh. 46 appearances, 28 goals. Okay. Holy not shit. Bad. That's not what? bad. Really? Like, did, did the other team just not show up for some shit? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> that's a hell of a hit rate. <laughs> Why is he not playing up front for El Salvador? Uh, yeah, but, you know, they, they look like they could just use a bit more help scoring goals. I think it's reasons. Mm. Ah, yeah. yes, yeah. the reasons. Yeah, reasons. 
You got to go with the reasons. It's mm, true. Not not the chocolate and candy. No. R e a s o n s. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's Mind fine. you, the candy would almost make sense, but it's mm. like he's running that's... through toffee. So. So German. Less, less exciting. True. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So that's but that that is fascinating that he's going to go play for his uncle again. Well, it's rumored. Rumored. I, I like a good. I like. I like that. Um. So yeah. So a ton of turnover and a squad mm-hmm. that, in uh, many ways, is kind of. You know, it's it's there's there's a lot of there'll be a lot of who, what like when they go, I'll say the first name, you say the last. There's going to be. What does just that mum- say on the on the scoreboard? What? Just mumble. He'll sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I, I again, like was anybody else? Like I don't think anybody was really expecting this sort of roster, immediate roster rebuild, or, or as I just, I had hoped for it, but yeah, I don't know. Like well, it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, it's but it's you know, a product a of not doing it for the last four years in pieces. Yep. It's like, oh, crap. We left it too late. Mm-hmm. And now the and now the flooding is up to our waists. So, yeah, it's, it had to be done. It, and it makes it probably makes for a more painful rebuild because, you know, they just kept thinking they could squeeze one more cup final out of that squad, you know. Yeah. But, hey, had to be done. I look forward to seeing a whole bunch of the kids play for uh, a while at least. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. yeah. No choice. You know. yeah. Oh, but now, until, yeah, but... In, until they frantically sign a bunch of veterans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the it's, first it's, window? Uh, yeah. Is, is Dom Dwyer still available? Oh, God. No, because he's with Atlanta, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> oh. That just makes me laugh. Well, surely so Kai Kamara is still. A, oh, oh. Anyway. I totally forgot to put that in the rundown. Now I'm sad, Mark. Well, you know what? I'm sad too because I saw those little happy promo video where he was frolicking in the snow, and it's like that should have been our snow. Bitch, we call them. We call it first, okay? Yes, I was mm-hmm. our turn. It was. God damn it. I'm so unhappy about this. As, as the treasurer of the Kai Kumar Supporters Club Toronto, very disappointed in how this all played out. We want to see the books. Yep. There's not, nothing. Nothing. They, they, were, they were handing them out. It's really just Kristen and I. She's the president. I still want to see the books. Whatever. You don't like talking about books, Tony. We already covered this earlier. Exactly. Yeah. You ca- come come to the AGM and 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 we'll and we'll see. Um, I too, Tony, I'm trying to figure out a really good filler for what the A, the G, and the M stand for, but I can't. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Ask gum, ask gum, man. Just wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so we've got this really with the new team now, with the, with the squad as it is, there is, you know, a tremendous balance. Balance. There's a tremendous, like, you know, it's either young players or veteran players. There's doesn't seem there's not a lot of middle ground right now as we're waiting for some players to arrive. Um, yes, Osorio's officially 
old now. He is. That's the thing. He's kind of like, More like moving up into that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not putting. That yeah, I went there. I want. I want people to actually come listen to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> although uh, you know, O'Neill, he can be. He's. 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 Is he. He's in his twenties still, isn't he? Shane O'Neill? No, I don't remember. I think it's late twenties, maybe. And I, okay. Yeah. He's, he's definitely more, you know, veteran, I guess. Veteran, so. but league veteran. Sure. But there but is. He's an, but he's an Irish late 20s. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, take it any way you want. Sounds offensive. <laughs> Sounds offensive. Feels offensive. It kind of does make No, it could, it, could, it could be complimentary. Could be. Well, why, could get be. your minds out of the gutter. Sounds offensive. <laughs> a lot of hard miles put on those livers. Kidneys. Or whatever. he's well pickled. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well-preserved. Like like in a cask. (laughs) Anyway, though, when you look at the vast majority of this roster, it is a a young team. And um, this has got to be the youngest TFC squad ever, I think, just on balance. Um, Some of whom we got to see play last year um varying degrees of success but definitely some players that were you know starting to make positions you know become more comfortable in positions have an impact on the squad have an impact on the pitch a couple players that they you know get talked about a lot um so there's some really i think some really exciting opportunities for us as fans to get to watch these players develop because you know, they, who else are they going to play? This is who they've got. Um, <laughs> Leo Teresa just looks on and is like, yeah, fuck you guys. Fuck oh, you guys. Yeah. Like, hmm. Where did he end up again? Belgian second division? That sounds right. Oh, no. No, wait. No. no. Oh, he's in oh, he's Scotland, isn't he? Yes. yes is he in Dundee? No, 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 I can't remember. Isn't that Joe Chapman? Oh yeah, never mind. Same kind of guy. Same kind of guy. Excuse me. Ouch. I think not. You know, pushed away by TFC as a youth youngster. Yeah, no, he's in. He's in. He's in Belgium. I was right. Deans or something, right? Deans. Deans. Sure. Dance. That place. It's Belgian for. It's Belgian for discotheque. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So out of Bruges. Out of like looking at the looking at the squad, is there like are there players that are ones you're like really excited to see, ones that you're expecting great things from out of the younger players, or I guess even the current squad? But you know, Akinola's back, that's great. Yeah, it's yeah be, you uh... seem to take expecting or needing. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know, I think we need <laughs> we need Akinola to be good because otherwise you know, what, what else have we got up front? Jesus Jimenez? I, maybe. <laughs> Tara, we have, we have, we have Funyuns. Yeah, I know. It's got to be ruddy for me because apparently he's got a $20 million uh, price tag wow. on his head. You mean I know everyone's really talking about him, yeah. The, that guy from Liverpool? I mm-hmm. Yes. be very exciting. Probably learned all sorts of things from uh, Liverpool, the Trent Alexander-Arnold. He can be a sort of fan-storming fullback. That's 
technically a fullback, but not really a fullback. He can be that kind of guy. Hooray. Barnes. Yeah. Always getting always getting stormed. You'd think they'd well, protect they themselves. Sitting in empty fields. You would think they'd protect themselves. Well, if they would just put more silos around them, then they'd be harder to storm. It's their own mm. fault, really. They're just well, not they're looking to their defenses. But you know. Anyway. Yeah. Players that you're looking forward to seeing or have expectations of, pick something. The kids. I'm like I'm I, like I want like all of them just in general. Yeah, or just because all of I've, them? I've been. I feel like we've been promised an actual youth movement and yes. the door was opened up ever so gently this season due to necessity rather than actual, like, no disrespect, talent. Some uh-huh. of them were, some of them definitely were. But once we saw how leaky some of the positions were or injuries, it's like, uh, hey, you want to run out? Like, it became that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Priscell. I want to yeah. want very I much want so much for that guy. He's so yep. he's so good. He's so good and so young. And it's like, please, please be, please be that guy. I like no, okay, Ralph, no pressure, man. None. But I'd really like you to be that that next academy gem thrusted into the spotlight and have a tremendously long career where only the finest Bundesliga teams in the lower half come after you <laughs> for your, for your contract. That's not also not a disc because they'll pay you good. But like, like that's, I, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. But the kid will be on the, will be on the bench waiting for Michael Bradley to, you know, expire, get to expire. And you know, <laughs> that will apparently never happen. So eh. I'm with Mark though. I, I'd like him to do good. Just, you know, so he becomes a hero so that finally it's got to be decades since chant of Ralph, Ralph, Ralph has echoed through a stadium <laughs> anywhere. Wow. It's not, it's not a name is. you get to, it's not a name you get to chant that often. No, you don't. That's true. And it, outside of Germany, maybe it was a Rolf's. I'm sure they Rolf. Rolf. Or, or, or your big Muppet, Muppet band. I was just uh, going to say Ralph, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Ralph. He's, uh, he's, he's got himself a proper shirt number now as well. He got to, like, promoted to be in a, uh, ooh, I guess they, they're expecting good things. It's like he got, like, got number eight or what have you, I guess. Yep. Took up a Mikey Delgado's number or whoever had it before. What did he have before? Like, oh. well, he's like, like 20-something, uh, okay. 30-something. It was definitely a, hey, you've just come up from the academy and all the good numbers are already taken. So you have to sign up. <laughs> now he actually gets to pick one of the good ones. So. Is, that, is that why Peruzza still has 77? Mm. That's a disgrace. Um, mm. I, I, out of, out of, well, out of, you know, obviously Caden Chong and Lucas McNaughton, because I am a fan of Pacific and. No, you're what? Really? What? Shut up. I know it's shocking to everybody. It's just um, like, but so I, and I think it's great. I think, you know, young defenders, that's never a bad thing. I shouldn't say like that, but it's anyway, they're good players. I'm glad to see them signed. I think they will contribute. Chris Mavinga is hopefully back and back to his self, all those good things. Um, but uh, Noble Okello, I'm still, I, I remain mm-hmm. a huge fan of his. He mm-hmm. showed, 
he showed he towards the end of the season i thought especially last year i think he finally started to like settle um instead of being a bit of a deer in the headlights um a little confused out there on the pitch sometimes but you know he's got really good feet and has i think a pretty good sense of the pitch and for an incredibly tall person to be able to move as lightly as he does, I think is a huge advantage. And if he can just harness it all, I think he could be so much fun to watch. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does this season. Staffelberg mm-hmm. at left back. Huh? Were. Oh, Who knows? Right. Who knows? I, okay. I, I, I treat to see, you know, again, you know, it's, uh, we, we don't really have any like proper fullbacks or anything, but uh, you know, that's not what fullbacks do these days, is it? Wingers are your fullbacks. That's what you need them for. Everyone else, you know, the, the central defenders can play fullback. Your defensive midfielders can play centre back. Your, you know, your, your number ten can drop back and play like the number six role, some deep lying register. You know, your centre forward can drop back and be a false number nine, play where the number ten was. Your wingers are playing up front where the centre forwards were, and now your fullbacks are where the wingers should be. That's just how it works these days. So, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Aaron Vinter was great. right. Yes. <laughs> All come full circle. He was ahead of his mm-hmm. fucking time, that guy. Yes, he was. <laughs> All right. Um, are TFC going to make the playoffs this year? No. How many teams are making the playoffs this year out of the That's 800? That's a very good question, Tony. Uh, that is a very 15? good question. I think it's 15. No, it's not 15. There's only like 12. 15, 15 in each conference, right? I, it's, prob- it's probably the same stupid seven, whatever fucked up number they came with last time. Right. Well, is the is the league balanced this year? How many teams this year? Who knows? There might be I a new one this week. I could be wrong. I want to say I'm, I want to say it's twenty seven. Not to be contrarian, but because there were twenty eight kits released and Charlotte gets two. Mm. So, I like uh, where your math is based. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm good for something sometimes. You and your that's that's fine. I, I know logic, right? Um, logic. I know, mirror. like if you're gonna. Well, mm. anyway, it doesn't really matter. No, I'm a, I'm with Duncan. I think they'll they'll be in that kind of like conversation near the bottom, but uh, I think they'll just miss out. It's top seven on either side. Mm. 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 Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, man, I want to say, I want to say no, but I actually I think they're. I want to say okay, they're it's no, but they're they're going to be in it to the death. Like last week of the season, it'll be one of those. Yeah. If these two teams lose and they win, they are in, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, I can see that. I think they will be drastically improved. Mind you, that's a pretty low bar. So. Well, but you know what? I'll 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 take I'll take drastically improved over the the shit we endured and they endured last year right and true um as long as yeah i think i i i think there's a chance that they might limp into that seventh spot but they'll be in the mix to the end i agree with that um this is obviously you know this isn't a one season this isn't their usual you know let's we'll get rid of a couple players and then we'll pay a bunch of money and we're gonna go for it now like this obviously isn't what this is this is a proper rebuild aren't they um, rumored to be signing a 37 year old uh right back from italy 35 year old 
Oh, my apologies. Your, let let the rebuild, right, let the rebuild commence. <laughs> He's only 35. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that, that is the rumor. And I'm angry because where is our Destro? Give us this. I feel like Destro. we are owed. Exactly. That was, that was very good, by the way. Practicing. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> honestly, honestly, sign him now so we can start doing that at... Uh, at the at the you know at at the at the game at the home games, yes. Tw- 20,000 20, people all trying to do their best Cobra Commander, and he's confused as all fuck. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Oso's gonna be like showing him like, okay, this is that's Joe. Like he's gonna have the phone. Yes, Cobra Commander. Like he's gonna be showing him the clips. He'll be sending him the link to the YouTube feed of GI Joe forever and ever it's just 24 hours streaming of old gi joe episodes um yeah i'm i'm sure of it i'm absolutely sure of it but uh i was trying to explain who destro was to my coworker today and she's just like sure whatever you say the only thing that makes me sad is that is that if if destro shows up and i do to do decide to go in to get a name on the back of a kit it won't be priso's name it'll be destro's name (laughs) So agreed, agreed. Um, but anyway, I think one of the things that I've seen mentioned in a couple previews uh, from MLS writers or whatever, and, and I sort of, I don't disagree with this, just seeing some of the stuff that uh, he did at Zombie Shivas is that Bradley likes to develop youth, young players. Like that's one of the things that he likes to do. And that's one of the reasons why maybe out of necessity, sure, because they've splashed out money elsewhere and that kind of thing, but also because that's by design, looking ahead sort of thing. So I'll be curious. I'll be curious. It'll be, it'll be, it would be really interesting, and I'm hoping a great deal of fun to actually see this team do that for the first time ever. You know who he's going to love? Michael Bradley. Oh. Mm. I think he's going to be. I, I. 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 I don't think he'll be showing him any favoritism. What's the next segment? It's it's like Richard Nixon in China. Yes, Paul Bradley. He's the guy that can come in and drop Michael Bradley, or turn Michael Bradley into a really good table tennis player. Yes. Yeah, that's another option. Yeah. Richard Nixon in China. Well, mm-hmm. that is not something I ever thought would ever come up on this show as a as a comparison or an example or anything at all. all right, I, mean, um, super, I don't even think that's probably the first time we've talked about Richard Nixon in China on this show. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it is. I feel like I would remember that. And I, I know, I, I, know I, I forget lots of things, but... I know we've had multiple Frost Nixon references. Well, that's different. That's not... That's not the same thing. There's definitely been Frost Nixon references for sure. It's different. Anyway, I didn't I say it was the only Richard US Nixon president. reference. I wonder which U.S. president we've talked about most on this show. It could be Nixon. It's probably Nixon. We've done a lot of uh, Kennedys, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, because that's fun to do. Yeah. Gerald Ford, way underrepresented on this show, I must say. Are we mm. just going to do Foley work of people falling? Mm-hmm. There's, that's, no, that's, just, that, that's just mean. Uh-huh. 
Anyway, uh, so this weekend, uh, TFC actually have a game, a real game, because oh, no. MLS starts this weekend. I know. MLS, too early. <laughs> nice. That was, that was excellent. Brought to you by breakfast. Waking up. <laughs> um. So Dallas is uh, TFC's first opponent of the new season. Oh, uh, rivalry this... right off the bat. Exactly. This Saturday, just play, uh, 5.30. Just plain old vanilla Dallas. Yep. Mm. Nothing else. No other references to make. Why would you? I wouldn't. <laughs> Good. I wouldn't. Good. I said nothing. Good. That wasn't me. Duncan was the one who was alluding to things. I is, was, I did nothing. This is just reinforcement. I'm proud of you all. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. We love you. Yeehaw. So, <laughs> so this Saturday, 5 30 <laughs> against uh, another team that was that was crap last year. They were almost as bad as TFC. They were 11th in the West, um, just slightly, like a couple more points, slightly better defensively, scored a few more goals. But again, they were shit. And doesn't look like much of what they've done in the off season, in you know, inspires much confidence that that's going to change. Um, Ricardo Pepe is gone. So that's a big deal. Ryan Hollingshead is gone. Um, they've got who they bring in Paul Areola. And I know. <laughs> I was just going to try and speed past that. But, uh, you, you know, we know where he should have signed. Dinamo breast. That's right. <laughs> or Rook breast. They're both the same. Also, also valid. Yeah. They're, they're both. When you put them side by side, they're pretty even. Mm-hmm. Go on, Kristen. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, uh, the I guess sort of the the big she's like a, the... she's like a deer caught in headlamps right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really on their way to Bristol. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ! So they signed uh, a young. Um, Argentinian uh, Alan Velasco, who sounds like he could be uh, fun to watch on the wing, played really well with Independiente last year. So anyway, but again, they haven't probably haven't done the roster turnover they've needed to. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah, they're not very good. They weren't very good. They probably won't be very good again this season. Um, shit, hopefully. So, yay. So, looking forward to this match on Saturday at 530 uh, on TSN for those of you who are, you know, potentially planning on watching. Um, player to watch for this one. I will say, sorry, the reason earlier we were talking about the fact that the schedules haven't been balanced between um, the East and the West for some time. It hasn't just been, wasn't just last season, season before. TFC haven't played Dallas in like three years. Ah, this lead. Shouldn't play them so freaking bizarre. Well, after playing them like every year for several years, so this was like just take we're just taking a break, we're just taking a break. They were on a break. Um, player to watch from Dallas. I like looking at an Areola, so let's let's go with Paul Areola. 
Mm-hmm. Get uh, in and the I, joke is still there. Mm. Yeah. I, I see just like going through their roster here. There's a Marco Farfan. Is he like, is this another Farfan? I know there was like all those ones that played for Philadelphia and whatever back in the day. And there was a Garford and a Marfan. But this is like another, is he related to those guys? I hope so. No, I don't know if he's related, but yeah, he's, he's, you know, they, they, they got him from LAFC. He's, 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 he's a good player. Well, yeah. Well, I obviously I picked him because he's a good player. Mm. Obviously. So yeah. I, I wasn't meaning to, to, you know, uh-huh. not pay homage to your abilities to pick talent. Uh-huh. Quite right. Following up on that. Uh, pa- Paxton Pomagal. Who, what now? Paxton Pomagal. Oh God, that's right. He's there. Pomagal. Is, is he? Oh, he's a United States international once. Yeah. Oh. Nani. I mean, I mean, Thank he's you, an international. Duncan. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just gonna disappoint in Tony. Didn't take Nanu. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nanu. Where's Nanu? Uh, he's from. Uh, he's from. Mork. Um, he's a defender. I'm calling. You, I'm calling you, Mark. Where, where is he? Yeah. Oh, Nanu, Guinea Bissau. Oh. Well, he's on loan. I don't count those guys. Uh, too good. What? You too good for Porto B? Huh? I like homegrown players. I like keeping it real. Mm, That's true. Oh. Benny, Benny Ridge, Jitch. <laughs> well, they got a guy in an Argentina kid. He's 19 years old. Hey, that's yeah, exciting. he's the one I was just talking about. Velasco. That's the uh, that's yes, that guy. That's, okay. There, yeah. there is a guy whose first name almost spells out shambolic. <laughs> Go on. I, I want. It's like Shabalks. Shabalks Shun. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Shurn. Shabalks Shurn. Yeah. Martin Pace, the goalie. Eh? Oh, he's, he's got some touch. legs. Yeah. Oh. Also on loan. I, I, you, won't, you won't want him, Duncan. He's on loan. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy just looking at the pictures here. There's like two of them. There's Lucas Bartlett and Colin Smith. They're both like suits and tie, like shirt and tie in a suit. That, that's not going to help them play football. That's just going to be awkward running out there in a fucking suit and shirt and tie. He's right. Why do en- they have that as their picture? What I do enjoy about their backroom is they have a director of methodology. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Marco Ferruzzi. Well, the Exciting. method man. <laughs> All I heard was that there's a director right. of math at Dallas, and that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is this is again it's the first match of the season. It's on the road. Um, home openers next weekend. We'll talk about that next week. Um, predictions for these brand new, shiny, young squad uh, off to take on whatever Dallas is this season. Three one Dallas. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what <just happened> there? <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm jumping in before Texas you guys style. get that scoreline. <laughs> that was a Texas style classic three one. Keep telling you, you're all allowed to have this. You're allowed to have the same predictions. It's okay. Um, according, not according to the Tony rule. Um, well, I know, but I went three one Dallas. We we had a old fashioned draw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at high noon, no less. Yeah. Um, 
which is what they call 530 down there. It's true. Sorry, uh, sorry, Tony. I didn't mean to, uh, uh, interrupt. No, it's fine. It was, that was fun. It was like, we had our two shooters on or whatever they call them. Okay. So let me just get, let me get this straight. So Tony, you called three, one Dallas and Mark, you called three, one TFC. I I also added hashtag Bradley out. (laughs) Which one? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I'm going to say three, still stick with three, one Toronto hashtag either Bradley out. I don't know how that plays out, but it's going to be funny. Um, Duncan. Uh, Two nil Dallas. Hashtag, there's only one Bradley. <laughs> there's three of them at TFC. What are you talking well, then about, we need to be get, Then we need to get rid of two. Yep. <laughs> Duncan follows the classic Highlander Bradley philosophy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 1-1. One, one. It'll be Ken's match. All right, moving on to the next segment in our show, dear God. <laughs> um, CCL, of course, is still going on. <laughs> and um, this week, it is the, the second legs. Um, but they're really the only things I wish to talk about. Uh, one is that the Montreal match um, against Santos had to be postponed because of the weather. And that's they're, because... They're playing today. I mean, it's it's not like it was really postponed. No, but I still just think it's funny that the stadium is so crap that the fact that there was going to be snow or freezing rain meant that you could not play in it. <laughs> you can't that handle is, the roof. It's entertaining. Um, and then there was still potential. It, it, they they might have had to have moved it again. It was it was all within certain conditions that there wasn't snowfall greater than three centimeters or freezing rain greater than three millimeters um, to be expected during the event. And that there was, well, this, this, this should, I guess, always go without saying, but, you know, a certain amount of no snow or ice greater than a certain amount of five metric tons on the roof at the start of the event. And that there's no ice accumulation on the tower facade or on the oh, suspension okay. cables. Did, did, does it snow much in Montreal? Is that, uh, that it's pretty tropical. a problem there? Okay, pretty, good, good. Pretty tropical Won't place. be an issue then. Good, good. <laughs> it's in the John- So yes, uh, that just Alistair Johnson's apparently on the bench. Did Montreal oh, the are bench. too good for- Montreal are too good for Alistair Johnston? You Jesus. don't play that guy with that much metric tons of snow above his head. You protect mm. him. Good point. Good point. I think that, that just- thing could blow at any minute. That just seems wrong. That's unfair to Alistair Johnston. <laughs> So you're pro yes. Johnson being under a mountain of snow that collapses from above? What? Kristen hates steam. No. It's a World Cup yes, year, that's, Kristen. That's... Put him out there. 
under any circumstances. <laughs> anyway, um, but the real the real story, you know, for Canadian soccer fans, sorry, Montreal, uh, <laughs> is of course Mark's team. Uh, Mark's team, Hamilton. Serial? Is that what we're just yeah. calling it now? Can't even. Can't even. <laughs> can't even. <laughs> Mark Kingley's for Jeff C. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. What's, a, what, what's, a, what's the Hamilton noise? Uh, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, um, fuck you, Duncan. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry. Sorry, that was my cough acting up. Yes. Before we before we get into the the Hamilton talk, I'm just like I was scrolling through Twitter looking for Montreal things there, and I came across this quote here from uh, Charlie O'Connor Clark. Indeed. Forge Forge coach Simoniotis says, playing at the Azteca is exciting, and they're aware of its gravity, but it won't be overwhelming. You take a few pictures, you move on, you get ready to play. Like how teams come into our region and maybe see the falls, take some pictures. He's comparing uh, playing at the Azteca to uh, a trip to Niagara Falls. Wow. (laughs) It is one of the Uh, natural wonders of the world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lie to me. That's fine. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um anyway. Yes, tech is oh, like will... balls falls. True. Mm. It does look like um the pizza rats are going to advance to the next round. Because they were already up on that's their that's a shame. Costa Rican opponents and they're currently winning 2 0. So mm. So last True. week. In last week's episode, um, no. last, last week, week the VMP <laughs> Hamilton hosted Cruz Azul um, in unpleasant weather. Um, pretty unpleasant. Mark Ingles Forge. Mark Ingles Forge, and it's Forge unfortunately, it's Hamilton. Yeah, they agreed. did lose one nil. Mm. Um, Marcus. Would you like to give us your impressions, your your match report, having been there in slightly nicer seats than many of your brethren? Yeah, no, it was... It which was, was wise decision, well done you. Yeah, no, it was high-level thinking right there. Um, I was delighted to find, uh, when I got to my seats, um, the section over where uh, the couple and one of their friends who sit in front of us at battalion section at Forge Matches also doing the exact same thing as we were. <laughs> so uh, we may be starting a supporters group called uh, yeah. Battalion Clint, Retired. Clearly uh, the future is the battalion in the club seats. Oh my God, yes. That's, that's the future. It's it's so nice. You can see plays happen. You don't have to sing. You can see <laughs> things happen. It's great. And stay warm. Stay warm. We went inside at halftime, and there does not rain in there. Let me it tell doesn't. you, what? not even mm. sideways. It's amazing. Really? Yep. Fancy wow. shit. That is so, fancy shit. So yeah. So um, I, I I I think the greatest takeaway I had was that um, Forge for Liga MX. Like, let's just do this, and we'll finish sixth, <laughs> and we'll be fine. <laughs> Crucisul's not that good. Like I, I realize this is all hyperbole and bullshit because, uh, like, okay, I, I know, I know, right? 
but for 90 minutes forge did give no fucks as to who was on the other side of the pitch and they at times forge was kind of putting it to him and i was not expecting that from a bunch of guys who may or may not be under the salary cap um the one the lone goal was scored on a free kick which it got through it happens it happens uh the one thing i one thing i was expecting that actually didn't really happen was the um and and it seemed like every time i watched a club match or a match involving a mexican club whether that's liga mx or concacaf or whatever um that last that that like that 88th minute plus there's a gear that most clubs in the world do not have and every mexican team has is that oh shit it's gonna end up four nothing and they're going to score three goals in injury time. And it didn't happen because Fortress <laughs> shut that shit down. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some outstanding plays. Like uh, some defenders were just playing out of their out of their skin. Some of them were playing exactly. They were as good as we thought they would be in such uh, competition, shall we say. Uh, but for the most, yeah. Like I, I know, I know this is completely homerism. But if you were watching that game and you were looking for a team to like, man, if you still don't like Forge after that performance, I got nothing for you. I do you even do you even football, bro? Like honestly, that was such an underdog fight, and they took it to him, and they took it to him for ninety whole minutes. And yeah, they'll probably get stomped out tomorrow day of recording. But I saw a game where my little team from Hamilton took on the Mexican champions and gave no fucks. And I have not seen that in a long time. Uh, I feel uh, in person. I mean, uh, short of the near miraculous run of the greatest MLS team of all time, TFC's run. Um, that was just. But this the the the, the gulf is even wider. Like I mean, that MLS to Liga MX is a gulf. It's not that big, but there's a gulf. This is absurd. Like I'm sure the guys that were coming on for Cruz Azul, uh, their substitutes were probably making more than the entire side. You know, if the salary cap was, you know, um, I'll have my suspicions <laughs> forever, okay? I will. But, like, what a, an incredible performance. And, I mean, man, like, I want one. Of the, I want that game every day. I, like, not, and I don't necessarily mean against Cruz Azul, but, like, a team that just – they're down a goal and they still go after him. They still go after him. Like the belief and the belief in the system, the belief in each other, the belief that they can actually get a result. Fucking love that. Like hook that right into my veins, honestly. So uh, if, if anybody is listening to the show and has the ability, has the capacity to just watch that game, just, Give it pick pick any any part of the match, preferably not when the goal went in, but any part of the match, and you'll see like that little KNPL team is holding their own against probably one of the three biggest teams in the continent. So yeah, incredible match. I'm so happy for them. I'm so proud of them. Like it's just even again, the the measure of how good was the game if my wife was right into it and holy shit, she was right into it. Like this was, 
it was there was gourmet football in front of us, man. And yeah, I just it's gourmet football. Gourmet football. Like honestly, mm. what more? What more could you? What more could I have wanted from that? Were you having Dijon ketchup with it? Well, um, um yeah, no, no Dijon ketchup, but great Poupon relish, maybe, huh? Ooh. I mean, Fancy. the hot dogs are still expensive up there, but they're expensive also in the concourse too. But uh, yeah, uh, also too fancy seats if you can get the upgrade for a game. Fucking it's nice. It's just nice. If only Kyle Becker could shoot. Oh, that wind was incredible, though. And and, and the fact that the fact that uh, Tristan Bohr just had about four corners and almost mastered the win because three of them <laughs> three of them could win. <laughs> and I he could not figure out how the fuck he, he managed to figure that out because that wind was whipping. Like it's, oh, it was crazy. I know. I was like, come on, someone make take advantage of this. And the, the fact that he, like, he came so close, I was just, like, it was going, if one went in, my brain would have been broken because, like, that's, that's incredible. That's incredible to have that much control on the ball that you can even account for the wind and still get the distance and power right. That's amazing. Back to you, Kristen. Thank you. All right. So they're down 1-0 in the CONCACAF Champions League. They play tomorrow night, day after recording, um, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, I, whatever, I may not be a, a fan of the of the team when they're in the CAMPL, Um but I will respect what they do when they travel south. And I, I don't, I don't necessarily, unless, I don't know, well, we'll talk predictions, but they could, they could win tomorrow night. They could advance yeah, and I wouldn't could. be surprised. They could. Like, that's the thing. It wouldn't surprise me if they did just based on what they've done in the past they've gone to they've gone into places like this and not played afraid and had some surprisingly good results um based on you know their experience and so on and so forth um so if they win tomorrow night it will not surprise me um now having said that i think they're probably going to lose mark i'm sorry no but don't don't apologize um if the if the reverse happens I'll be delighted for them and, and not surprised. I, 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 I kind of feel like um, much like that home game, they have a puncher's chance. And if, if Bobby can get into their head that it doesn't matter where we are and it doesn't matter who's across them on the pitch, as he seems to demonstrate that they can do anywhere and everywhere. I don't think they give a shit who that's Cruz Azul either. And, and I like not, not, I'm not saying like, I'm not predicting that they're going to win two, one He, but um, <laughs> if they did, it would be hilarious that I've, that I'm a season's ticket holder for two teams. And both of them at some point in time in their history has taken out Cruz Azul within the first five years of their existence is fucking hilarious to me. Cause they're Azul's legit. Like they're a fucking legit team. So um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so like, well, we had a good run. No, I can't. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some things. Okay. I've seen some shit to go just to go like, ah, well, they had a good run. No, no, I don't there. Even if they get thumped four nil, five nil, doesn't matter. I've seen enough that it's like, I can go in and believe that they're going to take this. They're not going to win. I mean, 
this isn't to the point where like there there's some kind of weird feel good story that they're going to turn into a Disney movie in 10 years because how they do the salary crap part I'm never going to figure out but um <laughs> that's my theme that's my theme this year honestly um they'll, they'll, Disney will make it into a, a adorable character like a teapot <laughs> oh. it'll sing a song everyone oh. will love salary cap oh my god a musical yes <laughs> yes Gor- uh, it, Borg- the name of the peacock will be gorgeous because he's gorgeous so uh, mm. But yeah, like it's like I, I'm like ninety percent. They're gonna lose, but at ten percent, they're gonna pull this out. So, um, it I expect it to be at least a, a competitive game, and I don't expect to see heads dropping unless it turns into an absolute catastrophe, catastrophe really early. But uh, I think it's gonna be a hell of a match tomorrow, and uh, uh, I'm I'm win or lose, I'm still beyond proud of them hanging with them. That's a very fair point. I 100% agree with you, but they're, they're definitely going to lose. I, <laughs> I, I think you winning last week, yeah, it's a possibility overall or just like tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, still, as you say, it's been a great fucking run. I mean, how many games did they have to win in the, like, in the Europa League to qualify for this bit? It's been a fantastic run to get here. Absolutely should be proud of them, but they're going to lose. Fair. All right. I'm singing a salary cap song in my head. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as we mentioned, this weekend is MLS first kick. Yes, MLS season is back. It is upon us. I miss the soundboard so much. I had it working for an entire one show. MLS. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> Brought to you by eggs. And crack something? Eggs. <laughs> what time is it? Too early. Get to bed. Brought you by that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wake up that noise. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> first kick. It's still February. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a leap year either. That would be an excuse, at least. Emilus, mm. first kick brought to you by Delusions. Are you fucked? <laughs> it's February. <laughs> This is a good um, I don't know. I don't know if we need the rest of it. <laughs> Can we blame Qatar for this? Is that cool? <laughs> First, the human rights violations of starting the season in February, and then the human rights violations of what the stadiums. This is tragedy. Yeah. Outrageous. <laughs> Qatar's tenure plan to keep expanding MLS. <laughs> Seventy teams. All right. Um, so the new season, there's one new team who for now l- look like they're a hot fucking mess already. So delightful takes the heat off of Cincinnati, Nashville, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely Cincinnati. Nashville have done some good they, things. They did some good things. You're right. They may um, or may not be good this year. Who the fuck knows? But they've they've had they've been respectable. Yes, they've they've been, like yeah, they have a new stadium this year, don't they? Time. 
Do they? Is that this year? I don't know. I don't follow. Maybe. Um, all right. Who are, do you have, other than TFC, who is your team or teams to watch for this season? Nashville. Is that because you can't I hear they have a new stadium because they're so bright? <laughs> the fact that you didn't automatically say Zombie Shivas shocks me, considering they're your other team. I don't even have one team in this league. Oh. <laughs> well, Mark, I guess you and I are going to some games together this year. No, I kid. Of course, if I had to pick a team, it's Toronto FC. If I had to. If I was forced. At gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm on a podcast or something. According to my twisted rubber arm, I love Toronto FC. <laughs> I like to train Rex here. I'm intrigued to see how shy I'm. I'm intrigued to watch uh, Charlotte this year. Well, I say watch. To read about the following yeah, numbers I'm on a chart. To see some highlights and follow like, some uh, people mocking them on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Charlotte. <laughs> mocking on Twitter is the bread and butter of this league. Yes. And this podcast. Um, and at least five of our accounts. <laughs> <laughs> follow us at bread and butter. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that because that's probably that's say quick. No. That is most likely some kind of outrageous fetish site, so don't follow at bread and butter. That's funny. Are we looking that up right now? Right. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I, I am, but team, team to watch. Yep. man, it's marmalade porn, everyone. <laughs> God, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who 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 I'm gonna pick. Um, Damn it, there is one. Yeah, um, me maybe Philly. I, I say that because they were they were surprisingly fun to watch in the run up to the playoffs, and and I'm, I'm hoping they can kind of keep that going because regardless, I I still like you know my my football to be entertaining, and this league is full of teams that don't do that, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Philadelphia. Dallas knows yeah. what they did. They have high harmony. Um, I will continue to obviously. I'm gonna watch the Loons just because they're. I, I just enjoy them, and I'm just curious to see if they can continue to be vaguely successful. Um, you know, make the playoffs again. Uh, they've lost some players over the last couple of years. Things have been a little but also Sweet Dane St. Clair still si- plays there. They signed in t- uh, him to an extension, so I'm hoping to see him actually get minutes this year. And uh, yeah, I'm curious about the hot mess that is Charlotte as well. So You guys are mean. Yep. Oh. You're just figuring this out now. After how many years? True. You should be, you should be backing their sporting endeavor. So I wasn't backing it. They're trying, Kristen. Where, where was this? Where was this when Duncan was talking about it? They just. I believe you were backing him up in his desire to watch them be a shit show. No, no, I said to be expected from me, Kristen. You're you're supposed to be better than this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what it says on your business card. Where did you get that business card? It says, Kristen Knowles, president of Vocal Minority Podcast. I am your Betor. Um, it says no such thing. 
You made that. Shit Listen, up. just, just, just say you're right and say thank you. It's just, it's the two. No, you're right. No. I am better than you. Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. This, you don't have to play this out, okay? I know it's uh, all right. All right. All right. So, who wins? What, uh, what it said, Mark. Top, I saw it. Top of the East. Philadelphia. New England Revolution. What? Uh. Josie and his and his wonky hamstrings are gonna. How, how, how are they going to win land? when the striker only plays 13 games, Duncan? Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Columbus sure crew, have why not? That sounds stupid. Yeah. Did you say Columbus crew? Yeah, why not? They're, that wouldn't surprise me at all, actually. Exactly. It's this league. You can't predict it. Yeah. You, yeah. Predict. No, it's true. Predicting this league is, is, is insane. Um, I'm not like, I don't, this is a good bit because we get to say these things, but yeah. it's true. Like, like, like DC, DC's due to get hot and win the whole fucking thing. It's, it's yes. about time, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, but I'm sticking with Philly. Yeah. I'm with Mark. I'm going with Philly. I think they, they're always, they've been so solid these last few years. And I think they've managed to build on that in the off season. So, um, can we call yeah, you two team, team Bimbo? Well, obviously. What else are you going to call us? It's like Kristen lives Bimbo's. Seattle. Or no, Kristen's just like... advertising for herself. Come on. Mm. The, um, Seattle. With the dullest they had. New England and Seattle win. Yeah. No oh, one cares. I mean, Seattle, Seattle wins the cup then? Um... Oh no! Sorry, let's just finish with our West picks first, please sorry, and thank you. Sorry, sorry. Stop are jumping we, are ahead. We, are we picking regular season or conference playoff winners here? This is regular you, season. Regular season, okay. okay. Then yeah, I'll stick with uh, New England and Seattle. Neither of them win the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm take... going. With, I'm going with Seattle. Seems like tradition. Yeah, Tony. I'll take, Gal- I'll take Galaxy. Woof. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with uh, last year's winner, Colorado. Woof woof! They've gotten even oh, older, yes. Kristen. How could you? Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony K, return to the mat. Come on. They've co- they've aged collectively like fifty years. Come on. <laughs> That's what altitude will do to you. Yeah, mm. they, they, they're not even going to beat Communicaciones. Never mind win MLS. Well, they're one of the great. I didn't say they were going to win MLS. I said they were going to be the top in the West. Yeah, they're just lucky Communicaciones isn't in the Western Conference because shit would be uh, real. Jeez, Louise, you guys. All right, fine. Who's winning MLS Cup? Jesus. Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm still going to say Red Bulls because that's also that's another thing that never makes sense. It's like some team that's finished third going to catch fire, win the whole damn thing. Whipty shit. Seattle. It's probably Seattle. Uh, I didn't say I liked it. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to win my cash prize. Nashville. What? What? Didn't Didn't you start off this whole thing by saying they were shit? I asked if they were shit. I didn't you, say they you, were. You were, suge- they were. You were I suggested they were. You're right. That they were right there with Cincinnati is good job. I know. To and then you corrected me and I accepted that. So interesting. Interesting. Okay. 
Why Duncan not? Suggest, Duncan, yes. suggest we end the show now. <laughs> Run. Yes. All right. Wait down. Wooden spoon. Mm, man. Bad Charlotte. Yeah. See, I don't want to pick Charlotte just because, like, expansion. Uh, but I'm trying to think of who's shittier. And. Miami? Cincinnati? No, they're going to have a huge year. Yeah, see, I don't want to pick Cincinnati either. <laughs> what about Austin? Uh, man. Go on the limb. Say something crazy like Houston Dynamo. That makes sense. Houston Dynamo. Mm. <laughs> actually, you know what? I actually thought of that. It's like, I have no idea how good or shit they are. But Neither do I. I, I they, just signed, they just signed some fancy Mexican. No, no, you're screwed, Mark. That might mean something. No, no, I'm sticking, my Miami is my wooden spoon pick, so I'm sticking with that. Uh, fun. Oh, yay! Aww. Welcome to the Kit Hand Stadium podcast with hey, your host, Mark Inkley. <sighs> Welcome to the Kit and Stadium podcast. I'm joined this week by Kristen. Uh, Meow. Duncan. Thanks for having me, Mac. Meow. And uh, Tony. Mew. Now, Ooh. in the in this in the spirit of last week's uh, um, quick run, which ended up being like almost half an hour, uh, and we saw the rundown for the show. I'm gonna go quick because it's only gonna be five. And when I say be quick, it's like we're only leaving five shirts. So we're starting off. Y- y- y'all can see this, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. I I know it's an audio podcast, people. You can't see it. But trust us when we say Minnesota away new kit. Uh, there, it's all black with that icy sky blue trim on the shoulder stripes. Uh, V-neck collar, it's mostly black with that icy blue stripe around it. Same on the cuffs. Uh, giant target in the middle, so you know where to punch. Mm-hmm. And there <laughs> appears to be some kind of a pattern in the chest. Can't really make it out. And if that's a feature... What were you thinking? Uh, there's also a six-pointed star at the back of the neck. Not sh- oh yeah, because it's on the badge. That's right. Um, because Kristen, thoughts? Uh, I like it, but I always I like their kits. I find that they do really solid, really consistent kits every year. Um, I love the color combination, and even though sponsors are annoying for whatever reason. Their sponsor works probably because it's not words and just a symbol. Yeah, I agree with and that. And so it's not nearly as distracting. Um, it makes it look like it's Dr. Manhattan out there or something. Is, is, is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Mm. This one's a uh, Well. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Duncan. Um, yeah, I quite like it. It's, uh, that is a good shade of blue to contrast against the black shirt. And, you know, just a fairly simple-ish black shirt. That's fine. You know, take the sponsor off, and that's, uh, that's a decent kit. Tony? If we're going to balance out all black kits, I would go with Charlotte's last week over this one. Um, just because they at least tried something a little different. This The design looks just pretty much like ribbing, straight up and down, vertical ribbing. It's sign. actually not... Sorry, I'm, I apologize if I interject for a moment. It's actually a pinstripe. Yeah, 
Anyway, that's, whatever. What's the difference it's, between pinstripe and ribbing? One's for what's your pleasure. Difference? Nice. <laughs> and the other one's ribbing. Yes. Hey, oh. <laughs> um, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's okay. Yeah, it's perfectly solid kit. Nothing. It's not terrible. It's not brilliant, but it, it it's good. It's good. Next, Columbus Hi. Crew Home. Um, so it's mm. what you would probably close your eyes. You're probably really close. Black ringer collar, black Adidas stripes on the shoulders. It's yellow, not some random ass color that some marketing asshole came up with this time. They went proper yellow. Um, uh, cuffs have got through that weird three quarters black minutes yellow underneath the armpit part is weird um there is a pattern on the on the chest that uh it's some kind of i don't know it's, it's like they were trying to do 3d checkers which if you're keeping track that would be called a cube um but that's what they have uh in the chest so at least it's something interesting uh duncan Meh, not interesting at all. Um, yeah, crap. Tony? I thought the design inlay was uh, Crew Cat's DNA strands. Oh. Um, yeah, would have, it's... Would have been a must-buy. Uh, maybe matched with black shorts, it'll look okay. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty low-end. Kristen? Look, it's a yellow T-shirt. Solid. Yeah, it's uh, uh, surprisingly, it's not the worst yellow kit that's come out this year, but it's. Uh, oh, God, you're right. It's but, not. But it's a, it's 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 a it's a it's a short, very short roster, shall we say. It's fine. It's not great. They've had better. It could have easily been better. It's not. Here it is. Next up is Sporks Home. It is a navy blue shirt with a with the sky blue uh, Adidas stripes on the shoulder. Uh, it's a ringer collar where it's mostly navy with a little bit of navy blue on the outside. The inlay, uh, the, 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 the pattern that's sublimated appears to be, and I'm not, I can't even be bothered to really look this up because honestly, I don't care about this shit. The area codes. You're I, a kid nerd, Mark. You're your name. They're area codes? Uh, 913-816, and it repeats, 913-816. And they're like pinstripes, except they're they have that weird bend that you see in the badge. So it starts at like a sixty degree uh, from top why. left and going down, and then stopping and going straight all the way down the rest of the way. Um, I'm kind of over the area code thing as the thing that unites us all thing, the six. So um, I think it's I think it's a sad. But whatever, uh, Tony. For a club who has had some outstanding kits, this is real snooze. Yep. Truth, Kristen. Oh my god, it's so freaking boring. I whatever, it's good. Yay, they'll have a shirt to wear. <laughs> <laughs> no skins. Says Kristen's, <laughs> Kristen's review. It's clothes. <laughs> Duncan, um, I can't really say much more about it than uh, than what my esteemed colleagues have said. It is, you know, it, it's technically a kit. It's something to wear. Uh, it's it's pretty dull. It is very mediocre. Yes, uh, 
next up on the docket would be your Toronto FC's away kit. Um, it's uh, it's the, it's it's mostly white. It's a white kit with uh, that does the half and half, so it's half white, half gray. It's it seems to be it might be the same shade as the the light gray in the badge, but I think it's a little darker. But either way, so it's the sleeves alternating colors. So one set. So basically, it's like left sleeve is the dark is the gray, white half, gray half, left sleeve is white, which is kind of nice. Uh, just something different. Uh, black ringer collar, black Adidas shoulder stripes, black cuffs. Um, yeah, it's. I, I I've I've always been kind of a fan of the, um, shall we say more simpler. I don't want to use the word traditional, but like simpler designs, like hoops and stripes and hats and checkers and quarters and things like that. Sashes would be in there too. So it's, it's kind of nice to see something like that. The colors are simple. This is nothing groundbreaking. It's nothing crazy, but I think it, I think it does the trick. Um, uh, uh, Kristen. I, I, I'm going, I've been going back and forth on it. Um, I think and I know they can't, I know there are rules about them using the onyx. I would like it better if the gray was just like one or two shades darker. Mm-hmm. I do like that. At least it is something different. It's, it's as different as sometimes you can get in this league in terms of, Ooh, we've done something completely different. Um, and I like this style of kit. Like I like a half and half kit or a Harlequin kit or whatever. I enjoy those for the most part. So I'm curious to see what it looks like on a human being up close. Um, it's okay. It's, it's not going to be my favorite TFC kit, but I'm not, I don't dislike it as much as I've disliked a number of our kits. Fair. Duncan. Uh, I appreciate, Mark, that you brought up that uh, it's like the white gray within the badge. Because that actually, oh, okay, it makes a certain amount of sense is why they chose that color. Because, um, you know, otherwise, eh, white and gray. Like, what, what's the point? Half and half? Sure, but get something that contrasts more and mm-hmm. better. Um, but I guess that there is a little, there's a reason for that. No, you pointed out. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's all right, but nah, it's Fair. okay. There, Tony? I'm very underwhelmed. It's an away kid. Have some fun. Sure. Like you want to do the half and half, just have some fun with the colors and to play it out as uh, representing the culture of the city. What does that that part? What does that represent? The uh, crumbling Gardner expressway? Like, (laughs) man, it is. Yeah. It's, I'm not a fan. Very underwhelmed by not so much the design, although that's kind of mailed in a little bit, but just, yeah, the color choices sure comes from the badge, but ah, just have some fun. We've seen some some clubs have a real like you know, uh, go out on a, a limb like Portland or something. Not that I'm a huge fan of the rose kit, but like a, like at least they they drew from their city to call this a culture of the city. One's like, <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> when you when you put it that them. way, it's a bit of a slap, isn't it? Well, I mean, when they did the the uh, re- a lot of people commented on this when they did the uh, the social media release and they kept flashing different pictures of the city on the white side of it. It was like, yeah, that was that looked like a good kit. Yeah. And then you mm. just made it go white. Yeah, yeah, that was very weird thing. It's 
Oh, so this is it's basically just like a not a green screen, clearly it's white, but whatever. It's just something there to just superimpose whatever you want on top of it. And that's yeah. how you sell the kit itself. There's so many I, like awesome like Toronto graphic things you could do that are so like of the city. I was like, eh, just this is not it. Except if you're a real fan of brutalist architecture. Well, the only other thing I, I sort of made a made sort of a joke about was calling it the big smoke kit because it's smoky colors. Yeah. Would be, an which I know is not what they were thinking, but yeah, fair. That's all fair. Last up is uh, yeah. Oh, for those of you, the, 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 that is the sound of people looking at the LAFC home kit. Fucking gorgeous. Um, it is a black kit with that old gold everywhere. Uh, the, uh, it's a ringer collar with that old gold trim, old gold shoulder stripes, black and old gold cuffs. Um, this also, I think, and it's this is, this is pretty safe to guess. This might be the only kit in the in the whole launch where the Adidas and the club badge are centered on the kit mm-hmm. and the background. Uh, what do we call this? Art Deco. Art Deco. Art Deco it's it's oh. very Art Deco. Yes. It's, it's, it's this is the Art Deco kit. It's gorgeous. It's fucking class. Uh, that's oh, probably. Love it. It's unfair that. Um, LAFC have this kit, but uh, it's it's good. Uh, Tony. Okay, so here's a club who actually took elements of their city, mm-hmm. namely downtown LA, and mm-hmm. brought it into the culture of the kit. That's what you do when you take an element from your city that is recognizable. Anywho, the only thing, I, I, I it's my favorite kit, but I, I would have liked to seen a version actually where the badge wasn't centered and see what that looked like. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm crazy about the badge placement with Adidas being above it as well. I, I would like to see it in, in a natural um, position, but mm-hmm. other than that is a minor, minor complaint of what is my favorite one. There. Duncan. Los Angeles. Ah, Deco. Brought to you by Flex Power Tools. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to build dumb. those buildings somehow. Yes. Um, aside from that, you know, it's maybe a bit busy, but the whole Art deco bit of it, I, I quite like. But maybe a bit much, and then, yeah, that sponsor's fucking preposterous. But overall, yeah, not bad. Well done. Kristen, take it home. I, I, love, I love this kit so very, very much. I, lo- I love Art Deco. Art Deco is one of the best things ever um i do sort of agree with tony thinking about like if the if if the adidas and the badge were where they normally are it would actually open up the space a little bit so you wouldn't have like this sort of gold focal point in the center and you'd be able to take in more of the art deco pattern in the background um and yes of course this it would be absolutely the most glorious thing ever sans sponsor but this is class this is the best you're going to see um, from MLS certainly this year and probably the best we've seen in a few years. It's beautiful. Thank you guys very much for joining me for this episode of the Kenton Stadium Podcast. I've been joined by Kristen. Meow. Duncan. Get on with it. And Tony. <laughs> <laughs> 
This has been the Kit and Stadium Podcast. So one more thing before we go on to CanCon. Yes, the show is still going. I we know, we know, we know, mm-hmm. we know. Welcome, sure. welcome to the new season. Um, is that and then we don't usually talk about the uh, American soccer or the national teams unless we're playing them. However, in this case, um, the U.S. women's national team have won after six years of fighting with U.S. soccer, have won $24 million settlement uh, in their equal pay lawsuit against U.S. soccer, which is tremendous. Fantastic. Um, and honestly, I didn't think they were going to win. Um, so this is fantastic uh, on that level. Um, but what's more important going forward is that um, U.S. soccer is committed. This is a direct quote. Uh, U.S. soccer is committed to providing an equal rate of pay going forward for the women's and men's national teams in all friendlies, tournaments, including the World Cups. Um, and, you know, there's other previous agreements in the background about travel accommodations, behind the, behind the scenes support, uh, you know, the sort of inequality you often see between men's and women's national teams. Um, so this is, this is huge, 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 um, and deserved for, um, again, for the more successful team in their nation consistently um and something that you know will become a part of conversation we can certainly have a longer conversation on this on another show not this one i know um about that sort of thing within the uh men's and women's national teams here in canada and in other countries and you look at investment in sport and the countries in which the payers are played and supported and that sort of thing. But anyways, this is huge. And I didn't, I personally, I didn't think it was going to happen. So. Wow. It's a, that's, it's a hell of a, a hell of an accomplishment. Um, I, regardless of, because I, I saw the one thing that they were looking for far more than that and they didn't get it, but I kind of feel like in any kind of labor negotiation, that's what you do. Um, I, I obviously, I was absolutely cheering them on to get the whole thing because for every possible reason, um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like women's sports tend to, you know, it's, it's easy to write off everything and go, well, you don't draw as many people, so you don't get as much or whatever kind of metric bullshit it is to just kind of keep it away. It's like, but at the same time, you expect the same performance, you know, we expect you to win everything, but you know, we're not going to give you what you deserve, even though you're both the men and the women are playing national team games and representing the country and trying to win honors, going to the Olympics right. and things like so, that. Yeah. So like I, I, my only, my only disappointment is I wish they got more because yeah, the Lord knows USF has got it. Um, but uh, I'm very happy for them. I hope this sets, sets forward a nice little precedence where they don't have to fucking do this again. Um, and, uh, uh, and all the best to him. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I don't know the, the full details and logistics of it have really come out. And, you know, I certainly haven't been able to understand them if they have, but, uh, yeah, theoretically I'm behind this and 
intrigued to see uh, you know, just exactly how it does all work out in the future. But um, yes, a positive step for sure. Yeah, the good thing about it, hopefully, uh, although this could take longer, but I mean, USA soccer uh, women's program is kind of the vanguard of the women's game, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, decades back. So hopefully this is uh, the first step in other countries following suit and developing in the same way um, by following suit as they did with their programs. So hopefully good going forward. Huzzah. Yes. All right. All right, it is CanCon time, and um, we don't actually have a ton of CanCon to talk about this week, uh, unlike most weeks when we've been very CanCon heavy. And trust me, in the coming weeks, we're back right at it because uh, there's more stuff happening. But we do have to do a little wrap-up, at least, of the um, the Arthur – I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. It's the Arnold Clark Cup. I know what it is now, um, even though I did I, – I, I swear I do. I, I do. <laughs> I'm not editing this one. I know. I, know. I missed I one for Arnold. God's sake. I know. Um, the Arnold Clark Cup uh, finished Clark. today. Stop it. <laughs> you made me think. It took, a, it took a second of what you were doing. It's like, oh, you're going the other name. Oh, it's like, wait God. a second. I oh, are, you, are, you, are you saying Clark with an E or Clark without an E, Krista? Sounded like with an E to me. Yeah. 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 Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so I put without. I put without an e in the rundown. Okay, all right, all right. Let's focus. Tell me more about the Arnold Palmer plate. Tell me more about this. <laughs> so th we're doing golf on this thing now. He well, we do every other sport. So um, I like mine half and half, like the Iron Brew and Rabina thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, goes down easy. Um, so. Anyways, it finished today. Um, Canada went into their match uh, against Spain this morning with a chance to win the tournament after um, a draw against England uh, last week. Solid match. Uh, basically highlighted, though, by that ridiculous goal from Janine Becky. Mwah, beautiful. Delightful. If you haven't seen the highlight, please go find it because that is something to see. Um and then a pretty solid 1-0 win over Germany on the weekend. And um, again, Janine Becky instrumental in making the goal happen by balling on a free kick for uh, Vanessa Gilles, who it's just, you know, that, that girl, when the ball comes near her head, she can just do whatever she wants, it seems. It's quite, it's quite impressive. Um, well, that and be then... Um, this morning they did lose one nil to Spain. Um, I didn't see it cause you know, work, but by all accounts, um, supporter. I know, mm -hmm. I know I am the worst. Uh, but by all accounts, they were a little flat in this one, um, seemed out of the three nations they were going to face. Spain was probably the least talented. Um, so whether they played down a little bit, uh, who knew, I don't know. I'll try to watch the watch it on replay. 
But I think um, the, the, the team that Canada picked wasn't their strongest, and they did rotate yeah. things a bit and what have you. And yeah. Oh, were you, did you get a chance to watch Duncan? Oh, good God, no. Um, oh, okay. I was also at work, but I like, saw a few tweets here or there, and this, you know, there's like you know, some ones like they gave the debut to somebody and this and that, and so yeah, it, this was uh, a bit more of an experimental lineup, I think. Which good, that's what you should be using these to- these kind of tournaments for. You know, Absolutely, let's bring new people in and see what they can do. And oh no, we didn't win the Arnold Clark Cup. Oh no, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah. Oh, good. That's how you say Clark. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, I agree with what Duncan said. Like, definitely these are these types of tournaments where there isn't, you know, a lot on the line or really anything on the line. But, the Clark Cup, Kristen. Um, how dare you? What I liked about this tournament, <laughs> and we talked about it before it started, was the quality of the opponents and yes. to have them get to play top teams um, and a, at least one team couple teams that you know they didn't play uh in any qualifying heading into the olympics they haven't played for a, a while you know they have played england recently but not with this component of players um and then the match against germany one thing to bring up is that you know uh the the german players the german team like they're all in the middle of their club seasons and a lot of the canadian players are just in their preseason. um so this was a that was a really that 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 match out of all of them, I think, was sort of a, a highlight. But, yeah, it, it's good to have them playing against good players and, and for, you know, Kaylin Sheridan to get a lot of exposure. She started and played every match. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about how she's, you know, basically the the heir to the throne as it is as the number one. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I think. I don't think there's a ton to complain about this, this tournament. Um, one thing I did see over and over again, and I agreed based on the German match and some highlights uh, is how important Quinn is in the midfield. Um, their presence makes all the difference. And uh, when they're not playing, you notice it. So stay healthy. <laughs> Quinn, <don't... laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember who they play for in the NWSL right now. Who are they playing for? I can't remember. Uh, but uh, is it all all L Royals or is it uh, is it the Royals? I can't see. That's yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, um, but huge uh, huge contributions, and uh, still think Ashley Lawrence needs to be a midfielder, not a defender. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy the the one kind of like tweeted highlight I saw there that somebody put out there. I think it might have been the, the Carolyn Duthie. Um, but it was basically just a, hey, check out this pass from Quinn, which was a delightful, just outside of the foot, just passed through oh, the yeah. defense for somebody to uh, sort of run onto. And then the, the German goalkeeper just freaking came out and Schumacher body stoned the, the forward and uh, didn't get called for it. But yeah, delightful pass. But uh, yes. yeah, it was the, uh, the, the, the German goalie just coming out and clearly fouling and oh we didn't oh yeah that, that should have that been yeah that should, that's yeah. right god it who wasn't was it quite that they as, took out it wasn't quite as violent as uh was it schumacher and Storm back in the day but no, german but... goalies man they can do yeah what they i want. know seriously <laughs> they can do what they want that's just the rules um i didn't really look at what the what the team that won this tournament got other than the glory of winning the first arnold clark cup um however I want to know, like, is it a possibility that 
they get to choose, you know, they get their choice of used, I'm sorry, pre-owned uh, car from an Arnold Clark dealership. Oh, exciting. Right? Um, uh, only, only the golden boot because you got to store your stuff somewhere. <laughs> in, the, in the golden thank boot. Thank you. Thank you, Duncan. I was, waiting, I was mostly waiting <laughs> on Duncan for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shit uh, the, the third place team gets uh, the Robin Reliant cars. Nice. Mm. Classic <laughs> British uh, automobile. Yeah. Three wheels of glory. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Third place? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So what, do, do, do we throw in triumphs for second for two wheels? That's a good deal. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, a minute. Unicycle, what is unicycle <laughs> vehicle? So y'all on that one. Oh. Um, all right. One last thing before we leave uh, CanCon. Um, well, I guess two. Oh, Very quickly. We've done the whole thing. Just one. Just We're one. Just, just one Cancun. thing. There's just more than thing. the Alvin Chipmunk Cup. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Canadian men's national team obviously have three more matches left in this qualification round for the upcoming World Cup in Qatar and are all but assured a place, which is still bonkers thing to say. And the question that you've all been pestering me about. <gasps> yes. Is Where's where... the game going to be played? So did, this is a, a slash vocal minority exclusive? Yes. Where's the game you, are the, you are the first to hear this oh, on this yeah. podcast. Um, where's, where's, where's the game, Kristen? Where's the game going to be, Kristen? Where do you think? Toronto, of course. Oh, I bah, knew bah, we'd bah. break you. Yeah, it's, I wore you wore me down. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in any longer. Um, it is basically no surprise it is going to be at BMO Field. Um, the Jamaican Federation did break the news early, um, but it is confirmed. No, we don't know when the tickets are going on sale yet. We will tell you. When are the you. tickets going on sale? When are the tickets going on sale, Kristen? you know those tickets are going sale March 1st. Kristen. How much do they cost? Kristen, when are the tickets going on sale? I yeah. don't know. And I don't know how much they cost. Um, okay, we're not saying we're not saying you know, but if you worked for Ticketmaster. <laughs> mm, 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 yeah. Yes. Go on. What day would you put them on sale? Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know when I might do that sort of thing. Well, I would relatively will... would it be like somewhere between twenty dollars and one cent and nineteen dollars and ninety-nine cents? Or be Mm. In the 2501 for 2499 area. I'm just I, I do not know. I do not know. Mm. Um I mean, what price would you go with for say like, tickets that are being sold on March the 5th? Right? Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, games in Toronto, mm. Canadian soccer fans across the country are unified in their jubilation over this decision. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. I've never seen such unity in my life. Uh, it's Vancouver, just this, Vancouver this, fans are just so happy for us. Wait until they find out that the tickets go on sale on... I don't know. <laughs> no, Tony, Tony, they go, they go on sale. They go on sale next Friday, right, Kristen? I don't know when they go on sale. Mm. Oh, sorry, that Saturday. Was a, that was Saturday. Saturday. I think it's generally a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, of course it's Tuesday. This Tuesday or next Tuesday? I, I, come on, Kristen. Good question. Kristen, we're friends, right? 
We are friends. Yes. If I if I had to book an elective surgery, say. <laughs> I wish I could help you further, but I cannot. Once the Voyagers know when the tickets go on sale, we will tell you. So you're saying we have to wait. For, so, you're, so you're saying we have to wait for the Jamaican Federation to tell us. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway um hopefully lots and lots of uh voyagers will be able to attend this match uh it'll be a full stadium obviously because restrictions will be done it's also an outdoor match so and by then jamaica most... you know there's definitely precedent for lots of jamaicans showing up exactly in so but if, if anything goes like the ticket sales for the hamilton match go where the vast majority go through canada red and everybody else goes through the voyagers we should be okay. And that is the plan. Um, Jamaican Canadians could never figure out how to, to uh, <laughs> access either of those. <laughs> anyway. they, could, they could never figure out how to sign up for the Canada Red <laughs> Did thing. Oof. Never, never, Full ever. Foolproof. Foolproof. Mm. Anyway, it will be, it's either going to be a party because they've won in Costa Rica three days beforehand or this will be the deciding match um so oh. the second in a row <laughs> oh oh, oh, oh no what's going on what's going on this no. existential dread falling the over worst, the entire the worst stadium lines has come back no mm. but yeah i agree one of one of your two options Kristen. i'm fine with both of those thanks duncan Kristen seems to know a lot <laughs> yep, it's true. Sure. I wonder what else she knows. Well, what I know right now is that this is the end of our show, our very, very long show. Thank you for making it to the end of the long show. Um, please join us next week when yes. we look back at the opening weekend of MLS. Uh, we hopefully get to discuss a Hamilton triumph against Cruz Azul. Is that a second place uh, gag? Mm, good, good one. <laughs> the third triumph. <laughs> Whatever else is happening in the world of footy that we wish to talk about. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Enjoy your nap, everyone. <laughs> On the tweets at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody for your continuing support with uh, helping us out on Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We still got shirts. Zazzle store. Find the link on our website. You know, feeling it. There's always some good stuff there. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Like we could do this without you. I knew it. I knew it. Finally, you fucker said it. <laughs> we love I'm you, Mark. Thank you. End. I'm holding yeah. the pose like it's the end of a end of an eighties. We cannot do this. <laughs> we cannot do this without you, Mark. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.
Fagundes. This is kind of like uh, how uh, Ross County at one point had three keepers on the books with the first name Ross. <laughs> All oh, the same. That's time. so good. I love that it. Point, you, just, you just keep starting more. Oh yeah. No, oh yeah. You have to. I, 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 I feel like you would bit. be footballing legend if you could pull that off. Imagine, imagine having a ten out of eleven positions filled by Ross, and you're going after the eleventh guy, and he's like, no. No, I'm not, I don't want to be a part of it. What if we offer you double? Yeah, you're just like throwing money, cars. What if we get you? What if we get you your own house? Buy your house, man. Yeah. What's we, the uh, official term for a group of Rosses? A roster. A Geller. Oh, oh a roster. A roster. A roster a roster's really good. I'm not going to beat that. Now I'm going to try is now. The, is the next was my guess. All right. Well. <laughs> We are all somewhat not really optimistic, vaguely optimistic about the upcoming TFC season. And uh, we'll see what happens. And we'll discuss this match next week. A Paolo? A Paolo or Ross? Oh, that's not, but yeah, but you never, no one recognizes those. Mm. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <point>. <laughs> no one's, no one's going to be out there to pay attention to those guys.